0: What's up? I'm trying to unmute you. Let me unmute you. Why won't it? Let me unmute you. That's oh. mommy. I did it. Hi McCurdy.
1: Hey Charlie.
0: Where's Nan's?
1: He... I don't know.
0: We purposely didn't invite him because we don't want him
1: here. Damn it! <laughs> no. Uh, he. Uh, he welcome
0: to it. a reminder that uh, we can do whatever we want, and we don't have to just do this on Sundays. We can just pop oh, in. Oh, really? If we've seen a movie film, and uh, McCurdy saw Air and said it's good, so we said let's get it on the list.
1: Because Charlie complained last time about not seeing real movies anymore. Not having any there's, real movies on the list. There's like there's no real movie. I'm like there are real movies. It's just we're it's talking about having crap like Plane and Cocaine Bear. <laughs> well, we don't have any. We don't have any like us like. There's no like Oscar contenders. Like I even yeah. I would even say that like Infinity Pool is not a necessarily an Oscar contender. I mean I could be wrong, come award season. But like we'll,
0: we'll definitely talk about that because uh, you know. Well, let me bring it up now, actually. Um, you do your. Let's do let
1: Let's do the things
0: right. Let's do the things. I'm 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 gonna immediately take back what I just said because it it is relevant later. But I'm making note of it now. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Let's just get into it. Uh All right, Air. Simply titled Air. Uh if only Air, we should put Air right above Plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Oh, <laughs> Air is the latest Ben Affleck directed film, once again teaming up with longtime buddy Matt Damon.
1: Matt Damon Bring that's why we need a Nance.
0: That's why we need a Nance, yeah. Nance. To bring us, I'll just repeat. Once again, teaming up with longtime buddy Matt Damon to bring us the underdog story of how Nike overtook Converse and Adidas to become the number one athletic shoe company in the world, all thanks to Michael Jordan and the Air Jordan shoe line. It's a quality film, but as McCurdy once pointed out, every year there's an, every year there's an Oscar contender that is really well acted but too low key to really make any waves. This is that movie. The performances are the highlight, but the story is just too matter of fact to walk out of the theater with head and heart buzzing. It's the movie equivalent of someone telling you an interesting piece of trivia. It tickles you for a moment, and then you move on with your life. Hey, dude, did you know that Michael Jordan almost didn't sign with Nike for the Air Jordans? No, I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Hey, what should we get for lunch? <laughs> i think that's i i walked that's into that you movie just
1: walking out of the movie
0: i i you told me about it and i was like i think for the first act i was like i was like geared up and then the transition into act two i was like i was like cool cool and then it didn't it never peaked for me it never peaked and, that, and this is from the this is from ben affleck the guy who made the town and And Argo, you know, these movies that like peak, they peak, but we'll get to that. Let's uh let's jump over to let's get
1: into our little behind the scenes. And I did it was very brief this week because this was kind of our last minute, like, hey, let's go see like I was like, Oh, I got home, like, oh, I got time, let me go see Air. Told Charlie about it. And I was like, Yeah, this is actually a pretty good movie. Should go see it." it. It's quality. So it is a quality. I, I still think it's a quality movie. Now, as far as where yes. it goes on our list, that's a that's another question, because um, I even went into this thinking like it's an it's in a it's a top tier for me, but I don't but know it's
0: where. It's a it, to to your point earlier, our point earlier. It's a it's a real movie. It's not a CGI fest. You know, it's like
1: it's a and, it's and it people is people talking world. in rooms. There, I don't it's think there's people a touch talking of
0: CGI. In... It's just a straightforward story you know, yeah, of it's,
1: people. That's And I loved it. I liked it. Anyway, right. let's go on. Uh, let's move on. Um, oh, and if I wanted to recommend it, I'd say recommend it. I would I would be like, if you want to see a movie movie, go see this movie. Uh, so that's that's my take on it. I don't know about you, but I'll get into it. So we're talking about Air, written by Alex Convery and ben, directed by Ben Affleck. And it's also produced by Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon.
0: Everywhere you what? see it, it it says courting a legend everywhere, but that's not the official title. No, it's just it's, it's air. just air. I've never that seen like, yeah, I don't everywhere. know why
1: it, that's interesting. I don't know unless they started doing that because they were like, well, we got to di- differentiate it from it just being like air. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And it's obviously very clever, you know, the double meaning of courting, you know, sure. but it's not official. It's just like an unofficial subtitle, but it's always right there beneath the title rather than, you know at the bottom of a poster or something, you know?
1: Right. So let's start, get into it. This is probably the most interesting thing I felt like as far as information about this movie goes to Alex Convery. This film was conceived during the pandemic by Alex. Uh, Convery is 30. He's our age. He's younger than us actually. Uh, But he's, he was in his twenties when he watched the last dance, which I never saw. I don't know if you saw the last Dance. fantastic, never saw it, but I've heard, it's amazing and yeah. I should probably go back and watch it. And I'm, uh, I'm not that. I'm
0: not like a huge sports guy, but that is yeah. that's I, I I buzzed through I think all 10 episodes in a
1: day. It's yeah. fantastic. So, he basically saw it and during the pandemic, and then Convery was very was fascinated by the Nike story that is only a small portion of the whole documentary. I think it's like episode 5 or something like that. Uh so, yeah, yeah, S.B., I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was dealing with other things during the pandemic.
0: <laughs> uh, S.B.'s very anyway, angry tonight.
1: <laughs> they're so angry. Oh, here, we God don't have hands
0: here. Here, this is, I, that's why he's saying that. What the hell, McCurdy? Uh, but he's still hell, recommending man? Tetris. I'm down to add Tetris to the list.
1: Yeah, Uh, so Convery was fascinated by the Nike story. This is the, which is only a small portion. Apparently it was like only episode five and they only briefly talk about how he got this Nike endorsement deal. Um, but, uh, I'm losing my spot, but basically he saw that and he was like, that's a story. Like, I want to, I want to tell that story. Yeah. And he went on to write the screenplay where it became a part of the 2021 blacklist. Now, for those who don't know in Hollywood, there's a black, like you know, back in the day, it was the blacklist—like you—you weren't allowed to work, kind of blacklist. But nowadays, they have a blacklist of favorite unproduced uh, screenplays. So, like everyone loves these screenplays, they just have not been produced. It was on the 2021 blacklist, and Amazon eventually optioned it and picked it up. And then this is, but this is this is the crazy part. This is his first screenplay that he produced which I'm just like, wait, what? Like, this did he was produce, his first movie.
0: But not, it's not like he just wrote Like, it's just, then... not
1: that his first one he wrote, but, yeah, like, the first yeah, yeah. one that, that he made that got produced, which okay. is very fitting with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon being a part of this, because, of course, like, with their story and how they they came into Hollywood, it like, that yeah. kind of makes sense why they wanted to shepherd him into making this movie. And they, remember, they did uh, that
0: and, HBO series called, I think it was HBO, and it was called Project Greenlight, Greenlight yeah. and it was all yeah. about, you know, finding a new talent and cultivating that. Did he... He didn't produce it, though, right? He just wrote No, no, it. no, no, no.
1: He he wrote it. Uh, Matt Damon and Affleck produced it. I think there were other producers listed. I yeah. probably didn't pick that up. Yeah. But, yeah, he... But it's just more motivation for you and I to be like, we need to get our butts off our seats and just start pounding out some scripts. Yeah, Depending just a Matt, sit around Damon, watching you know,
0: sports documentaries until, you know, you find... find so, you know, that, that guy who board. made clipboards, the clipboard story, because they got clipboards in every... Or like the whiteboard story. How did, what was the invention of the whiteboard so you could draw the X's and the O's on it? You know, like, yeah, that's a, that's a cow waiting to be milked.
1: Something. There's always, there's, there's tons of stories out there. Yeah. If you can take this and
0: stretch it into two hours, you can do anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, We got directed by Ben Affleck, of course. Uh, He plays, he also plays Phil Knight. Now, Phil Knight is the co-founder of Nike. He started the company selling running shoes, which a lot of this they talk about in the film. Uh, his whole idea was around selling low-cost Japanese shoes to the American market uh, against, like, the German shoes, basically. That was Adidas at the time. And then Ben Affleck directs, plays night, uh Affleck did meet with Michael Jordan before production to get his blessing with two stipulations, but I'll get to those when we get to them. But yeah, I think Ben Affleck he's pretty good in this movie. I like how kind of dim-witted they make. Phil Knight a little bit like he's like a little full of himself but it's kind of you, you kind of get that camaraderie with him and Sonny uh, that was something I kind of enjoyed about the movie I don't know about you they, but they didn't
0: they didn't go really heavy on the uh, like they were subtle on the whole Buddhism thing where he you yeah know, he would kind of throw out a like uh, Sonny at one point is like oh is, is this the preamble to some stupid Buddhist proverb that I don't <laughs> know? and uh, um, and then he does but uh Versus um remember grandma's boy where the boss is he, he's he's very everything is peace and love and it was like yeah. way over the top with the boot yeah, the Buddhist yeah. boss. This was yeah. subtle and it was it was kind of they kind
1: of make fun of him a little bit for it because of the time it was in the eighties yeah. and everything else. Um, continuing
0: Espy's anger, he says Batman v Superman isn't on there. He also said he's the best Batman. I agree that the best part of Batman v Superman was Ben Affleck. Uh that movie sucks major major asshole though so uh <laughs> hopefully we get to that one day but uh one day. you know but he it, but these he directed all the no i didn't sorry uh i didn't see goodwill hunting this. there he wrote goodwill hunting but he hunting, directed yes. those other three Argo but he, and all, it, him are, and
1: him and damien or damien what i'm saying him and matt damon yeah. Uh, won an Oscar for for Goodwill Hunting. So they yeah. both wrote, wrote the screenplay, and then yeah, those other three movies on there are all films that and he is directed. Loaded on himself. the scene with so, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. yeah, um, and then uh, uh you know, there was one other thing. Oh yeah, Charlie. So one thing you were talking about is just the end of the movie not having this punch. I'm just gonna brief up, breeze over this. We can talk about it more, but I thought it was interesting. You were mentioning like the Buddhism thing. I thought it was kind of funny because. Going into the movie, you already know that like he signs with Nike. Like if, you, if you've walked into a shoe store, you know that Air Jordans are a Nike product. You already know that. So you know that by the end of the movie, he's going to. But there's yeah. a line in the movie where he says something along the lines of, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And yeah. I felt like they put that in there because they knew that people are going to go see this movie. They're like, well, of course, Jordan signs with Nike. But I was more entertained with how that all played out in the film. Yeah. And I felt like that was kind of commentary on that aspect of the movie yeah specifically uh, so he's talking about the nice. act
0: of running he's talking he's, yeah. because he says have, have you ever run and any Matt Damon points at his his gut and he's like of course I don't run and he says well you know with running the, just the like, misunderstand- looks at himself <laughs> yeah the misunderstanding <laughs> is that it's about getting to the finish line but really it's the act itself that yeah. is the destination as a as a runner, uh that's absolutely true you know it's 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 what i used to hate running as much as th- the next guy and then and people used to tell you oh no no no! you just have to get to a point where it clicks and then you love it and it's like how could you ever love running and now i do and it's not it's not like um the if the whole time you're fixated on the ending you're you're just suffering the whole time but when it clicks when you enjoy it it's it is like this moment of it's this continuous moment of feeling alive right uh, to kind of throw a cliche on it. And, um, uh, and so he's completely correct. And that doesn't bug me. Like, you know, I can watch Titan. I, I watched Titanic the first time knowing that the boat's going to sink. Who cares? It's about how, and, and the, and everybody involved. So those things don't bother me because there are a lot of movies where you already know, even if it's a, a complete fiction, you kinda already know what's gonna happen, but it's about how they do it. And so my my main um contention is uh Espy said I oh he said I just row. Yeah, s b dude, I just rode a couple hours ago while on the phone with McCurdy. I I row and I run. You wanna row sometime? Anyway, um so uh Fine. back on track. Uh so it's um so that doesn't bug me. It's how you do it. And overall my whole thing is like it's it, this isn't a flat movie, but it is kind of like really, really milking every last drop out of the story to have some kind of drama. Uh, and I have some other movies I want to talk about that are related to it, but I'll sure. continue to wait until you're through. Yeah,
1: let's yeah, let's let's do that. Then we, of course, we've got Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. So I think we've told this story before on this channel, but the back when Charlie and I and Nan's were in high school we all went to see 300 and i think we were all going separately we went to go see 300 separately i think but and maybe we you worship and Nans went team together. america
0: world police to this day yeah. we this was this was that
1: post film. that that was post that though yes so we were all going to the theater it's in the Mar- it's like march of, of 2007 i think or 2006 yeah. go to the movie theater This theater is packed so it's kind of weird cuz it's like it's a movie in the middle of the year it's packed everyone's everyone at school felt like was there uh and then of course the trailer for uh the next born movie comes up and it's the born ultimatum which was the third one trailer comes up trailer ends goes to the black screen dead silence dead silence in the entire theater and i hear nans like i'm sitting up top farther up and then you and nans are farther down in the middle section and i hear nans clear as day yell Matt Damon <laughs> and the entire crowd of people in that theater, la- like, were laughing their ass off. And yeah. It was just in the previews; like, it was a great night uh, at the movies. But that anyway. became
0: a tradition. It was yeah. every single time there was a Matt Damon trailer, somebody had to yell out, yeah. "Matt Damon!" After Matt yeah. Damon,
1: so Matt yeah. Damon plays uh, Sonny. I'm gonna screw up a name up. It's the tradition right here uh Vicario? did they even say his name in the they said his name in the in the movie is that how it was yeah said? yeah
0: yeah they Vicario. said Vicario. i think vacaro
1: vacaro yeah so he plays sunny vacaro matt Damon's reunited with ben affleck also producer yes i know this isn't their first film they've had in a while but it's nice to see them together again in a movie where people talk in rooms like in uh goodwill hunting because they i think yeah. they were in that movie the du- was it the duel or what was it with um the Ridley Scott movie that bombed, but it was like him and Ben Affleck and Adam Driver. And do you remember that movie? It was like a, it was a night movie. It was about like they're fighting or something. The like duel. That. I think it was called the duel. Or like I the last duel. I think it was like the something last like duel. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they were both in that movie together, but it's nice to see these two back together yeah, in a movie duel. where they're pretty much playing off each other. A lot of the movie, much of the movie. Um, so Sonny Vaccaro founded the first nation or First Nation High School All-Star Game. School All-Star Game, sorry. The Dapper Dan Round Ball Classic. And was a pivotal role in the O'Bannon versus NCAA lawsuit, which allowed for players' compensation. Some of this they kind of talk about in the movie. But it's interesting to see that this person, he was very integral into Nike as well as in the sport of basketball at the time. Next up, we got Viola Davis, who plays Michael Jordan's mom, Dolores Jordan. Uh, and that was one of the other stipulations that Michael Jordan had when they were talking about making this movie. He said he wanted to have Viola Davis play his mom. And I think yeah. she she's a great actress and I think she does it's a, a wonderful job. It's a good pick yeah. for, for, you know, her. Uh, moving on.
0: He's like, he's like, I want Viola Davis to play my mom <laughs> and I want, I don't want anybody playing me. I don't even Hold want on, to see my face.
1: Uh, let me see here. And then we got Matthew Marr. I think that's how you say his name or is it mayor? Uh, plays Peter Moore. He was the designer for the first air Jordan and came up with the now infamous logo, which you see there in that same slide. He is, like, one of the weird standouts in this movie that you're, like, not expecting because the movie plays pretty straight for most of it, and then all of a sudden he pops up, and he's just this weird kind of creepy dude who's, like, really, really into making shoes. He's a basement
0: dweller. Like, he's... Yeah, They show, he hits the basement button on the elevator, goes down to see this guy, and he's, like, uh...
1: He's the Q Q in this movie. They give
0: him... Yeah, he's Q, and they give him the... Yes, and they give him. Uh, I I don't know if the real guy has a lisp or not, but they give him a yeah. a, a, a a a lisp like a comic book nerd lisp. Uh, and he's just this secret genius that they have who can. Uh, he's like, I need the best shoe ever made in a day, and the guy's he's like, like okay. Form
1: or function? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> just make a shoe. Uh, So he's in this movie, uh, and I believe the only thing – this guy I haven't seen in a lot of things. I think he was in one of the – I think he was in Captain Marvel. was like the last big thing I remember him in. But other than that, he's kind of low-key. That's not a pun, by the way. That was not a pun. Uh, Here's the rest of the cast. I kind of breeze right through them. You got Jason Bateman plays uh, Rob Strausser. Chris Tucker plays Howard White. Chris Messina plays David Falk, and Marlon Wayans plays George uh, Raveling. Messina, uh, and, how
0: should I know him?
1: Uh, I don't know. I didn't look him. I didn't look. Okay. I like Breeze. He's the only one who I guys. have no idea. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is that was the other stipulation that Jordan had was he wanted Howard White in this film. He's I guess him and, and Jordan are close friends. Howard White is the he's the vice president of Nike's Jordan uh, brand line, basically. So but he specifically wanted him in this movie. And originally he wasn't in the script. And I think as I think about it more, I don't I think you could have pulled that character out of the script and it wouldn't really have changed the story that much. So it kind of makes sense that they kind of shoved him into the movie. But I don't think it like hurts the movie, nor does it like hinder the movie it's just a setup
0: Uh, for the 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 climax that's all it's there for but he
1: also kind of like sets up things with the mom and he's like yeah if you really want to get to the players you got to get to the parents kind of thing and and at the end they they
0: say they're like michael jordan said that if not for this guy none of it would have happened so it's like maybe michael jordan had a huge list of you got to have this in there you got to you know more than just viola davis but do you know what a nocturnal is SB, a what's a nocturnal? It says who made the R logo for ranked? Is this person also a nocturnal, a vampire? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But I mean, uh, yeah,
1: like a nam- like a basement dweller, a, a nighttime person. I don't know. Anyway, uh,
0: uh, uh, I mean, we can ask her. I think she lives in India. But anyway, continue, sir.
1: Anyway, uh, and I think that's it, Nans. What did you think of this movie? Moment of silence for Nance. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take Um, everyone have a drink for Nance. What do you
0: think? uh, Cheers. What do you What do you think Nance would say? He'd probably say either a is okay. I bet he'd say okay is okay. You know, I bet he'd be bored.
1: I was really into this movie, and I and I was surprised because. I thought I would be looking at my watch a bunch. Cause yeah, it is a dry movie as far as there's no, there's no major action scenes. There's no yeah, I mean, basketball. The, the scenes. First
0: thing is like the, the you watch the trailer and it's like, Oh, it's a movie about a shoe. And so it's like, it's for me, it's the equivalent of when you're, you're at a restaurant and there's a, there's an item on the menu that people, they read it and they go, uh what peanut butter on a burger. And you go, well, if it's on the menu, there must be some merit to it. It's not like they just slap together some gross ingredients and haven't even like tested it on anybody. And then they just throw it on the menu. That doesn't happen. There's a reason for it, right? So this, this is a quality movie and it has merit. Um, but I, it is, it is stretching a story as, as much as they can stretch it. And if, if, if anybody out there ever has any trouble with, um, with any filmmakers or any storytellers in general, taking artistic license and changing things to, to energize them a bit. I think you should show them this movie because I could have used a little more ramping some things up or pulling some things down so far as like making the, the, the dramatic uh, up and down. um, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so far as screenwriting goes where it's like really make it, you know that that all is lost moment. Never the only all is lost moment that you have is that um, uh, Michael Jordan and his mom want a piece of re- a piece of every shoe sold, and and uh, Sonny Matt Damon's character is like, that's not how this works, and and so we're we're meant to feel like, oh no, the deal is lost, and then he goes to uh, the CEO ben affleck's Affleck's character and he's like they want a piece of every shoe and he just goes fuck it that's what he says
1: and and then yeah and then, I, I don't and then know if that's good, completely you know? the i don't i don't that's i don't exactly know if that's completely it's it. well here's yeah, that does happen and i know yeah. what you're saying but like prior to that there's kind of a like the movie does have like this law like they they have this presentation which is kind of a highlight moment in the movie that's the climax Like Matt Damon's, like we gotta, you know, we're gonna basically sell him on this, and that's like the, and then he has this wonderful speech. Which they set all that, yeah.
0: For context, what happens is the Marlon Wayans character is talking about how he he saw Martin Luther King Jr. give the famous "I Have a Dream" speech, and the whole thing was that he he's like, I heard the speech, and it was so cool, so I asked for the the. The, the the notes like the actual written speech so you know because I, I thought that it was so cool was such a cool speech
1: he wanted to read so, it. he wanted to read yeah the speech.
0: he wanted to read it because it, it, there were all these amazing lines in there and then he read it and he's like none of it is in there and so what he realized was that the first half of the speech was verbatim as written the second half of the speech was just made up because once he saw that the people weren't connecting with the speech he's he had to throw it out and just speak from the heart and so later during the pitch to MJ himself. They're doing all the the expected stuff and you know they're showing him a crappy, you know, commercial and then like, like a, a video really, thing. Like it's just a he's like highlight turn it with off.
1: music. Let me
0: just speak from the heart and MJ. And he just gives this this cool speech. And um that's supposed to be the dramatic climax of the movie and you know it's cool. But um uh that's the um that is that is like supposed to be the big moment. And it's, and for me, one of the things that, that I I do think I see why they did it, but I do think it was a bad call to never, ever show Michael Jordan. They show everybody in the movie, but they never show Michael Jordan's face. And I, I, I'm, I'm curious what, what their reason was. You can imagine that maybe it was, it was like, um, because he's too big or something, but like end of the day, not having his reaction lends to this this like deflated feeling, that like the 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 emotionality being kind of drained from not having his reaction. And so in our big moment that was set up where Matt Damon's speaking from the heart and he's talking about greatness and the everybody's gonna forget about everybody else at the table, but you, you will be remembered forever. And this is before MJ is MJ, it's like when he's still a rookie. Um and 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 it's like the only people who ha- have seen this greatness is is Sunny and and MJ's mom and that's why he does so well with the mom because he's like you see greatness in your son and I see that same greatness and I don't he's not just like another basketball player, blah blah blah. But by not having Michael Jackson's reaction, it it I was Michael like
1: Jackson's what? reaction.
0: Did I say Jackson? Not having you Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, a, that was the best speech ever. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. As ba- bit like any other movie, they would have cut to Michael Jordan's reaction, and we would have read that. But I do think because there's a lead up, intense. this is what I was getting to. Though is like after that, because you know everything's not really working. Like like the audience. That's what I think is great about this movie. I do think Ben Affleck does a really great job of directing all of these actors, and they do yeah. give these re- and It's not. It's he definitely directs this movie in a way that really like you can read exactly what is going on in the scene without having to hear what's going on. You can tell by Viola Davis and the and the uh, um, uh Jordan's dad's reactions, at least that like this isn't what they're saying is not really landing. And it was the, it was awkward. That it was it, it like it's awkward. Really like, awkward. Like first they come in and, and Howard White is trying to be all friendly and kind of like speak to him and in kind of their language so to speak yeah and you know it kind of works but it's a little discomforting and then and then of course ben affleck there's there's a slight
0: there's a not so subtle undertone of like send the black guy to talk to the black people and yeah he's like he's like like, mama said i was gonna be a preacher like it's it's... and she's like she's not really buying it it. she's she's seeing it as like
1: a farce yeah. And then, and then, and, and then, the, be, then, then, then our the surface, yeah, they, they mentioned
0: yeah. race several times. So it's not yeah. just something, it's not just an undertone. It's like direct,
1: it's like, I, I'm saying you know, like, you and, and reading, I like if that. You it made the me feel like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you're watching that conversation and you know, like it's not working. And then of yeah. course, Ben Affleck comes in because Matt Damon tells him, Oh, come in seven minutes late, because it will make us look good and everything. Yeah. And so he, they, he does that, but Matt Damon plays it off bad and like, you And you get a sense that that the CEO is kind of awkward to begin with. So he he plays it off bad. And you're like, ah, and because right there in the moment
0: when he says when when the CEO says, I'm so busy, but this meant so much to me. And that was scripted. They meant they wanted him to show up late because they wanted it to look like Nike is so busy. But oh, look, even the CEO took time out. And they said they were like show up seven minutes late, precisely seven it
1: was minutes. Too on the nose. Like his script was too on the nose, basically. But then, you were but then right in script, that moment. On the nose.
0: That's yeah. when Matt Damon's character says uh he's gonna be fined by the NBA five thousand dollars every uh game because of wearing and these Matt shoes. Damon's like, they're uh... out of regulation. And then that's where Ben Affleck's like, what? Like that was news to him all of a sudden. Yeah. So it was like and, and I so I agree with you. That scene was so clunky on purpose like it was yeah. so no, awkward no, no. I, on I'm, purpose and i no no, that no. Was and i agree yeah, yeah i didn't
1: think it was bad i thought i'm just saying like yeah. all of those moments landed emotionally that you could yeah. pick that up on the screen without having to hear You're what cringing. was going on You're you like, could oh, cringe God. and you could oh. feel it in the room and then yeah. even matt Dane like Jason Bateman comes out and he makes it way worse because he comes out with this really cheap. Because he's like, oh, you Terrible know, I am a marketing line, guy, yeah. I got some tricks, and he comes up with this really cheap trick with like putting Michael Jordan on all these uh, on all these famous magazines at the time and and showing it. And then at the end, he's like, yeah. "Oh, so how did that one get in there?" And Sports Illustrated uh, bikini model, and it's and the dad laughs, but like the mom's, mom's not like, impressed. Mm, really? Well, and it you starts kinda, with, uh, and you don't have to even see Jordan's face. That you kind of get a sense that like he's not into it. And then, of course, yeah. finally, finally, we get to Matt Damon. and mom. he realizes the mom supposed,
0: you're supposed to look to mom. Mom is more yeah. important than MJ then, it, than within MJ this, this film. Within this film, yeah.
1: I think yeah. I think the the reasoning, like, if I had to put a a reason on why they didn't cast Jordan, I think they wanted to skirt some issues where like they didn't want to they didn't want the movie to be about like who are they going to cast as Michael Jordan? Because they did cast somebody as like a, basically a stand in because he has lines, but you never see yeah. his face. And I think it was just because you wanted They wanted to focus this movie more about like him creating the shoe, the, the story around Jordan, not the story about Jordan. And I think yeah. that may be the reason why they went that way. I think to your point though, I think what you're describing is basically like in, yeah, in any other movie we would have gotten a reaction shot of Jordan's, Base when he hears Matt Damon's words, and he is like compelled, but I do think they save it. Here's the reason I think they save it: because you say, "Oh, well, the all is lost moment is when she wants extra money," and I'm like, "It's that," but it's more of like a stretch of time because by, time, by the time they leave, they're like, "Man, that was a great fucking speech." But as an audience member, you're like, "Did did they sell it?" Because even though I know that that it took place, like. Yeah, Nike signed with Jordan. Signed with Nike, and you know the the rest is history. I knew I mean, that, it's, but it's as I'm movie. watching the movie, it's, it's it's a movie. It's a movie. Even if, you, I, even so, if you were born yesterday,
0: yeah. you're still gonna. know... I was know so that
1: invested at that win. moment. I'm like, wait, is there more to the story that we don't know? Like, did 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 this? Ha- so then the movie gives you this time where it's like you feel Sonny's whole like he feels like oh I you know he's waiting for that phone call and you can feel that like he's lost. And I felt like as in my in my time on this earth i've had moments like that where you're just waiting for a phone call or waiting to hear some good news or something did i get the job yeah did you know did, did this thing happen or whatever and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and you don't get that call like and then of course the first thing that happens is howard white calls him and he's like yeah apparently adidas is gonna match and they're they're gonna bring him this money and this and he's like oh and he feels like he's lost and you as the audience feel like you're lost, and like, yeah. oh, I feel like we lost. And that I feel like it's from that moment till the moment of when she's like asking for more money. It's not just that scene. I think it's like the buildup to that feels like, did we win? Did we lose? And you're not quite sure. And yeah. I think that's all great. Like, I I know you were like, eh, it was okay. I I was invested in all of that. I was like, oh yeah. But I do, I do agree that like that moment of her being like, Oh, we want a little bit more money, or he—he's gonna get money for every shoe that's sold. He—he's gonna get a, a portion of the gross profits of that of the shoes, and you're like, that does that part felt clunky in a bad way. Like it just felt like, uh, like it felt like a stop in that because now it feels like we're starting a whole other thing. But then well, I would have, I would like,
0: again, the 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 subtitle is courting a legend, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's like. courting. I mean, it's like dating. It's like this constant negotiation. And there was, um, the main, this is, this is a classic example of a movie where the, the, um, it's like, uh, what do we always talk about with bond? You know, with, I'm, I'm always the the bad guy guy, or I'm like, I am I'm always looking at the bad guy because bond is pretty constant, but the bad guy kind of determines a lot of my, my, feelings and rankings because um you know as 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 always said it's like a a story is about the crisis it is about the chaos the conflict A story is essentially order to chaos and back to order and so you can judge a story on the quality of the chaos and with this um it was like and again I, i i i'm not gonna caveat this anymore because i i i keep saying it's a quality movie and it's well acted, but when it comes to the um, wh- what is what are the stakes here? Uh, that's the tough part because you know this. It, it's a guy who is um, like right off the bat. They, I liked how they showed him. It opens with him at a high school tournament, and he's you know he's meeting and greeting, and he's giving out shoes. He's doing his thing, and then yeah. he flies back to on the way back to o- Oregon. He always. St- his habit is to stop off in Vegas and he gambles. So right away, it's like, this man is a gambler, but he's a good gambler. Kind of. He wins, he wins betting on sports, but then he loses at the craps table or whatever. But it's like, he's, he's a capable gambler and, uh, and and that's his thing. And then, and, and that is reflected in his idea of, uh, instead of, I guess the thing that, that Nike would do, or I guess probably shoe companies in general is they would have a budget for the amount of money that they could pay, professional athletes in endorsements. So let's get, you know, it's, and that's split amongst three or four athletes, but his whole thing is we're going to put it all, let it all ride on one athlete. And it's going to be Michael Jordan because he's the next big thing. And trust me, he's, he's, he's not just another rookie. He's going to be the biggest thing. And as we all know, MJ is the biggest basketball player ever. Um, But the, uh, but the like overall overall, the 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 stakes for this is reminiscent of everything we kind of talked about in in something like the living daylights where it's it's kind of like what are the consequences for failure right like this is a man who doesn't have kids like he would be fine um you know nike would nike would close down their basketball division and like that's all that, that like I'm I'm not I'm not gonna poo-poo the movie just because of that, but it's 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 one of those things where without the really dramatic highs and lows, that's where I go, there's a good movie, but I'm not walking out being like dude, like something like Argo, right? Where even if Argo took artistic license here and there, which I don't know if it did, Argo just had had those those. Sh- Big moments, those
1: big well, yeah, up downs of just like tension. I think you the, know what I mean. Yeah, and I agree. I, I see what you're saying. I think the difference though is like, of course, this, we're talking about like the setup of this whole thing. We're talking about a shoe company winning or losing. But I don't think that negates like the stakes of the movie because I do. That's one thing that I I, I applaud this movie. I'm doing is really educates you in the, the exposition of the film about where Nike was at this point in time because. When I think of Nike, I think of like a very successful brand that everybody, it's synonymous with basketball. Yeah. But this movie takes place in 84, and they really do a great job of setting up the stage where the you're like, opening. hold it. The opening well, is fantastic. But it's like, it's not just that opening where the it's opening just a, is montage a montage of, the of 80s. 1984. It's yeah, like, it's, it's a, a like montage a of like of Ghostbusters of and like all these commercials yeah. and everything else, right? Yeah. It's not that, it's the fact that like, they set this stage up where I didn't know this, but like Converse is the top dog at this point in time. Of course, I remember, you know, Converse nowadays is like the cool shoe to wear because it's kind of alternative to wearing like a Nike or a sneaker. Right. Mm-hmm. But like at the time, Converse was the basketball shoe to wear. Like that yeah. was the thing you wore. As I said, if it you was weren't everywhere. Wearing Converse, well, it's in all
0: the rap videos. And or maybe it was Adidas. No, wear, no. But, Adidas. But not so Nikes, Adidas. Though. The point is, but yeah, not, not Nike's. Nikes. Nike's
1: what, yeah. and they they even say this. They're like the percentage share of ba- of shoes and basketball was like significantly. It's like incident. It was like twenty percent or like seventeen percent, which is small. Yeah. And then they're like Converse. Most every single major basketball player at this point in time are wearing. Them. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. So as as an audience member who's just watching this movie, going to sit down, I'm like, wow, like. They're really setting the stage as like why this was such a pivotal moment for Nike. So for me, I was like, that's how it's raising the stakes is they're they're really showing like they have to go up against Converse, the biggest giant. They have to go up against Adidas, which at this time, Run DMC was running the song uh, My Adidas. And they were they were basically repping Adidas with the they talk about the jogging suits and the the shoes and everything like that. But they were repping all that stuff at the time, so they're talking about yeah, Adidas was a huge deal at that time. So they're like this small company in comparison. And but let again, me clarify as that. someone who lives today, I'm like, Nike's a big company. Like, are you telling yes. kidding me? But so, let So clarify but the other though. part of it. Hold on, the other part okay. of it was they have those two. That, that those are those are the the antagonists of those films. So they have to they have to beat the two big guys. They have to beat these two guys to get yes. Michael Jordan. That's the underdog goal in this story. Movie. They are the underdogs of the story. But the other part of it is, it's not just that. It's all Sonny is writing the whole, like, it's basically he's running, he's writing the whole basketball division, a huge chunk of their company that they are not succeeding in. And if he doesn't succeed in what he's doing, a lot of people are going to be out of jobs. And I know, like, you're like, well, that's not huge stakes. That's not life or death. Well, no, but that's why people, at,
0: at, at one point he's looking around at everybody. And, and, yeah, and he's the like, point of those shit, shots is I like, do all this. these people are going to be destitute. And then, and, and then and they vocalize it when Jason Bateman's character is talking about, he's like, yeah, I'm divorced. And, and I see my kid rarely and you don't have kids. So, you you know, it, like you, you're able to put everything on the line because you don't have kids, but yeah. the rest of us have. And, and, and my, my point is this, I register that I also register, you know, Oh, Nike, Uh, Nike wouldn't be a big thing today if not (laughs) a side note it's really funny that they even bring up they're like yeah like we like most of our shoes are made in sweatshops and um, you know
1: he's like I don't even care oops (laughs) like yeah it's
0: just like it's like like they throw they throw out all the dirt on Nike they just kind of throw off in offhand comments it's like yeah like you know because it's like oh Nike yeah well it's mostly sweatshops making our stuff and then also uh, like you know like little Taiwanese babies are making these shoes and then also, um, uh, we paid, uh, uh, some chick $35 to make the Nike swoosh and, you know, it, biggest, yeah, biggest shoe true, company ever, but like too. fuck her, you know, it, yeah, all these true yeah, stories true that story. are the dirt. Right. But, but my, my point isn't the history, right? Because you could watch a documentary on this, just like the last dance and, and, and know all these things and appreciate them. But as a yeah. dramatized film. At the end of the day, everything that happens is just kind of like, well, that was easy. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by the bad guy. The bad guy in this movie is, you know, the other shoe companies and also the Jordans and trying to convince the Jordans. Yeah. and they're as an antagonist
1: not a villain but like as an antagonist and antagonist to the, to the uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah i'm I'm speaking i'm using those and, and yeah
1: matt turns i just want to clarify so yeah. it's like they're not bad people it's just they're the antagonists <laughs> of the story
0: yeah man michael jordan's mom's an ass <laughs> <laughs> uh no it's it's uh it's it, it's like um it reminds me of when uh i, I remember i remember being at work years ago and somebody brought up Dunkirk and I've, I've said several times, I do not like the movie Dunkirk. And, uh and, and somebody, I, I remember I was like, I was like, yeah, you got all, all these like obnoxious cowards on the beach, all like stabbing each other in the back to get home. And this, this woman I work with said, how dare you? You wouldn't be here if not for them. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not talking <laughs> about the historical event. I'm talking, talking about, about the movie. film. You're, you're proving my point that people watch movies, and then they equate that with reality. We're talking about how somebody tells that story. And frankly, whether it's true or not that the men on the shores of Dunkirk were assholes, that makes for a a shitty story in my book. We need romance. We need romanticism in our movies to elevate them above reality. That's the, you know, that's like, um uh my mind goes to to Indian films to Bollywood films where they don't care about realism they just care about entertainment and 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 you know th- there's a there's a there's a line there right because not everything can be ridiculous a movie like this shouldn't be ridiculous but um but getting back on point the that's why I bring up if so, if they were to take artistic license and and even like okay movies that and i that, do wonder movies if they just did. Made like, me i think i
1: of- haven't seen. I haven't movies? seen what... Yeah, 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 I, I so assume we, they I didn't, I don't know though.
0: if they did. I assume they didn't, because so far, Ben Affleck has been... He, he's made a couple of these movies that are, like, it's going to be, like, super accurate, and we're going to... The production design is going to be on point, and I respect that, but at the end of the day, it it leads to something of a flat line. Like, uh, wrapping up on Dunkirk, I, I took... Dun, uh, we've talked about it before. I took Dunkirk, a movie that I did not like, and I cut it with Darkest Hour, a movie that I really do like, Darkest Hour is people talking in rooms. Dunkirk is the action that they're talking about, right? So in in Darkest Hour, it's like, oh God, we're going to lose the war. Dunkirk is the war. So I took those two movies and I edited them together so that you have the best of both worlds. You have the people talking in rooms and then you see the consequences of the people talking in rooms to make what I think is the uh, definitive movie on the subject and, um, and more complete. And this movie didn't have that where maybe it would be too obvious. Maybe it's secretly genius that they didn't have any basketball or whatever, but I did. I, I, I was sitting there being like people talking in rooms is fine if you have the super dramatic up downs, but without that, I would have welcomed there being a game or two with Jordan or where you're literally, you know, courting a legend where it's like, convincing him to wear the shoes and then maybe he wins some pivotal game with the shoes, like really giving a lot of credit to the shoes, right? Even if it's fake, it would elevate the movie to a level where I would walk out having the feely fields versus a movie where I walk out going, that was good. And I feel well informed on how Nike became a powerhouse, but like, I'm going to go about my day now. And, and let me bring up some movies that like, okay, Moneyball obviously yeah. came to mind. Another, underdog story right that i think does it better because it um i haven't seen it in a while but going off of memory it has um it's got those interesting characters where you have the 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 really pissy brad pitt character coupled with jonah hill's character and how um they're they're the whole thing is like really trying to change the game right and this had elements of that where it's like you know it's like uh there's no no baseball there's
1: no basketball or baseball element there's no Play gameplay element to this movie yes but also what, what's in this movie
0: yeah but also with this movie it's like uh uh that's unprecedented a player has never gotten a cut of a shoe and like i said they have that phone call and then uh there's no there's no like now my mind's racing remember remember in um remember in um goodwill hunting when ben affleck's character goes and talks he, he does a job interview remember the retainer i haven't retainer. seen the movie in a
1: while so you'll have to so okay it. so i've so, seen it i haven't seen it in a while
0: so so matt damon has all these job interviews lined up and so uh ben affleck goes to one of them and he bullshits his way through the whole thing and he's and he's telling these guys basically he's like you need to give me money like reta- retainer so they they basically give him the money out of his pocket and then he goes home like he, 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 just, he he robs them essentially while pretending to be Matt Damon. It's a funny scene, but the whole time they're talking about the board. They're talking about how important the Nike board is, and 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 that was that was something that would have satisfied me a little bit more. Would be he gets off the phone with MJ's wife. Uh, wife. His gets off the phone with MJ's mom, who says, "We want a cut of each shoe." Now we have a new hump to get over. Right? We have a yeah. problem. So he goes to uh, the CEO, Ben Affleck's character, and says, They want to cut of the shoe. I know that's impossible. I'm sorry, I failed. And 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 then it's up to Ben Affleck to go in and talk to the board and make it happen. But instead, he literally just says, Eh, fuck it. And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. It, this was supposed to be like a another hurdle, another dramatic hurdle in the story. And he just goes, fuck it. And then he goes back to the phone, he's like, We'll do it. And then everything works out. And that's kind of the the thing that keeps happening in the movie is like, oh no, what if we don't win? And then they win. Oh no. What if we don't win? And then they win. It's just, it's like at the end of the day, it's like everything was a little too simple. The only, the only, uh, adversary was other people in the business within Nike being like, What if we lose? That was it. There wasn't like an external force. There wasn't like Adidas wasn't pulling any stuff or Converse wasn't pulling any stuff. And maybe those things didn't happen in real life, but that would have lended to more of a dramatic up down in the movie versus, you know, a a series of scenes that are like, no, not all of us can gamble like you. And then and then he's like, no, trust me, it's going to work out. And then it does with hardly any resistance. And that's where I go good movie but i didn't walk out jacked up like something like moneyball where the whole story is literally changing the game it's like it and it did change the way that that baseball and all of sports was approached with computers and uh, uh statistics and all that so that's where it's like that movie has that more fun element where it really was a game changer and then this the founder is is the founder is a movie that for me is have you seen it the like founder the is, is is a movie I go back
1: to semi regularly. I I, I I think the founder it, has more of a uh, uh, it's it's more of like you see a guy who's already a bad dude and he's like his rise to power, he's like the way that the way they portray him, he's not necessarily a good guy, but you see yeah. you, you see the tenacity and how he like continuously tenacity. rises and like he he gets around people. Like yeah, you you see all the ins and out. I do think that that movie is not a, that movie is not a people talking in rooms movie though, which is very different from this movie. And I, I say yep. that because there's like way more, there's scenes specifically like the scene where uh, the McDonald's brothers are, are demonstrating how they came up with the McDonald's process for the Speedy. beginning of the movie. And he's like, they're like, this is how we did our process. We made a chalkboard. And like, you actually see that, that setup. Yep. or like when he goes to the restaurants and he's he literally sees like, Oh, the the chains aren't making the food that we told them to make. They're making chicken, and we told them to make the burgers. And like, yeah. you see, like that. But I see your point. Is like this movie. It's kind of a similar thing. It's a it's yeah. a movie an that's underdog about a rise story to power, about like a guy a, a guy. a guy who. Yeah. It, 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 it,
0: this the the core story is one man who says, "I see greatness. There is greatness yeah. in this thing, and I'm going to pursue it. And I'm I'm never going to take no for an answer. And I'm going to make it work." And with the Founder, so think, he ends up being the bad with this,
1: guy. Yeah, so, but I so, think what you're saying with this, though, is there's more ups and down hurdles to the thing that he needs because there's not, like, a specific... Because, like, the thing with, with Air Jordan is, like, it's very specific. They need to sign Michael Jordan. That's their goal in the story. Every yeah. story has to have character's goal and a conflict. And in, in the Founder, it's a little more vague because there's not quite a... Like it's not like uh, it's not a specific goal. It's not like I need to have McDonald's. It's not that it's more like I need to basically be a rich, successful person, which can be a lot of it is.
0: It is kind of he he sees the first time he goes to a McDonald's and, you know, there are these wonderful moments like he orders food and it comes right away and he's all confused and he's like he's like. I did. This isn't my food. I just ordered, and he's like, "Sir, it's yours." He's like, "What do I do with it?" He's like, "You can eat it wherever you want." Like th- those are the fun moments. But then the development of McDonald's into as we know it today, right? Like that's the that that's the that's the hook of that. I like, Coupled I like with Ray Kroc like being a bastard, and and, yeah, and I like, him him at first being friendly with the McDonald's brothers. Yeah but then ultimately betraying them, but just seeing how it all develops from um, it, it's, 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 I mean, in a way it's kind of like a classic citizen Kane type of story where at first he does kind of mean well, but then over time he's like,
1: he gets greedy with power, but, but he's, he's greedy yeah.
0: because he's like, I did this. Like you guys were holding me back. Right. That's the whole thing is like the McDonald's brothers are these, they, they, yeah. they came up with it and, and, but he perfected it and he turned it into a global thing Whereas for them, they just wanted to be local. They just wanted to have their one restaurant in San Bernardino or, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. but so so the story,
1: uh, uh has this is more that story is more about so franchises. Much... But there's more zigzag like like what Wayboth yes. is saying here. It says yes, good point. This was like uh this was like more the actors keeping me hooked. The founder has a much better st- you just said much i think yeah, you're like, much it, it has story growth. it has and growth. it zigzags and I, what i'm yeah. saying to my point though is that like that's with jordan with that movie just being about signing jordan and this movie being more about like it's not specific as to what he needs to do to succeed because that's really what is like his ultimate goal is i need to succeed i need to be rich i need to be whatever but there's yeah. nothing specific about it but because there's nothing specific about it It keeps building like we keep seeing all of the the hurdles that he's taking to become a franchise to make these franchisees to basically take the company from McDonald's to to like how they get around the milkshake situation like there's all these little different hurdles in the founder that he has to make where this movie it's like there are hurdles but the hurdles are a little more closer together because they are he's pressed for time he has to get jordan by a certain point of time he's risking everything to do it i don't think and like i still think this is a really good movie yes. don't get me wrong but i see your point as far as like the founder's a little more vivid and you can see a lot more going on but it's a very similar movie as far as a rise to power uh rise from rise from nothing yeah, to the, excellence there's movie. a
0: reason why in the last dance it was like a little snippet it was just like yeah you know, we made this shoe and, 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 you know, I guess MJ liked it and we gave him a sweet deal. It just, it's like, was this, again, when you watch the trailer, you go, you go, uh, you go, wow. It's a whole movie about a shoe. Huh? It it must be important if they made a whole movie about it. But again, on watching it. I'm like this, this, there's a reason why this maybe would have made an interesting documentary, which a documentary is just people talking in rooms, but it's not dramatized. Yeah. Um, I, and, 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 that coupled with the lack of Michael Jackson of Michael Jordan. And, um, uh, cause even routing everything through his mom, it's like, yeah, Viola Davis did a good job, but it's like, she, she there was no pushback from her there. There just wasn't any pushback from anybody to the point of making it this, this dramatized story of like, Oh my God, are they going to succeed? It was like. And everything worked out fine. I kept thinking that it's like, and everything worked out fine.
1: Okay. So I think, I think I know what the fix would have been for this movie. So here's my pitch for a fix. Uh, make love. I love, you know, you know, I love fixes. You love your fixes. Make Michael Jordan the end of this movie. He gets trained by by, uh, Cranky Kong. And then, you know, I
0: thought you wrote me in <laughs> thinking this was serious. I have a real one. I have Fuck a real one. I have you. a real, one.
1: <laughs> I have a real no, one. I have a real one. I
0: have a real one. But no, I no no no. I, I have adore. a real one. I adore the idea of no, no, no. Of Cranky Kong training Mario. Hold on. Hold that would have been on. so I, good. You. God, I'm that would have no. Tell I'm derailing. What, what, I'm derailing. It was a joke. What, tell me, that real, 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 real quick. No, no, I really have a real one. Because I don't think you said I don't. What are your thoughts on that? That would have been so
1: good. Cranky Kong. I like the idea training Mario. That would you know
0: have been it,
1: amazing. Okay, it, or what if it was Donkey Kong and he got injured and that's why he can't do it? Oh, no, Donkey Kong Let's was say,
0: captured, so Donkey Kong has to train kind of Mario to save the Mushroom Kingdom. That would new have been new movie. New that would
1: movie, have been so good. We're on a new movie. Okay, I do Am I the only thing? one who thinks that's an amazing idea? You are. There's a legitimate fix, I think, that would have maybe solved your issue with the movie, right? Okay. Make make. Viola Davis telling them that, "Hey, we want residuals off this. That's the hat. <laughs> make that the
0: make that, that the Save
1: I... Sorry, go ahead. You okay? You Okay. Yeah, but make I think that that's the the only Save Martha. Save Martha. <laughs> oh How much did you do? Save Martha. Oh, I'm I'm dude, I'm fine. Okay, make that the halfway point of the story, because it does feel yes. like. Yes. Wait. Which part? It which part? Been, the
0: the the signing. Say-
1: the signing, and make that yes! the halfway point. Yes, I had the
0: same thought. Yes,
1: make that the halfway point, point. and not yes. because I think there's probably more to the story that they could have gotten into with the issues with like it does, like the movie does lend its like yeah, it's already two hours, right? Like it's a two hour, yeah. or it's an hour. I can't remember if it's ninety or two hours. It is a long movie to begin with, like it's two hours. Well, it's not long. It's like a decent size length, right? It's two hours, but like and I, it's and two I, hours. I, but you to could, your point, have, I would have loved that. They you could sign them halfway through an hour.
0: They sign halfway the movie. through. The second half is all about like everything His, that they crammed into the credits. Yeah. That would be the second half of the movie where it's like the the, the where they're 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 playing the games, right? He's yeah. in the NBA and he's playing the games, and they're bleeding money. It's like we're, bleeding and money and nobody's money. buying the shoes. And there's more. Why isn't anybody buying the shoes? You know, I
1: guarantee you, there's more. There's probably more to the story about how like the shoes became a success but like still focus yeah. on the shoes if he you doesn't can, win this game to, we're running out of money to keep yeah. paying because for this stupid you, ass $5000 a game like, okay Charlie, so really, the the part that you know like the one thing i thought was interesting i didn't know was that they were like you have we have to make the shoe white because it, like that you're going to get fined by the nba right like yeah. that was a thing that they talked about in the movie and then you know sonny's like oh we're gonna pay for every time he does that we're gonna create a commercial for it and then you know he he, uh phil phil knight's like yeah okay make that the second part of the movie make like all of the fights with the nba the next part of the movie until the end of the movie like yeah add an hour to the movie and i think charlie you would have been more into the movie it's kind of like how i felt about like this is the thing i hate uh more than anything is now the, that harry potter potter started a trend we were like let's do movies in two parts and i hate that because really yeah. you're just taking a a movie with three acts and then Wrenching. chopping it and then reorganizing the acts into another movie that's why and the so hobbit that failed. second movie like yeah that's what basically happened to hobbit like they yeah. cut a movie a story that was should have been one thing it was cut two it up scripts and, and they made added, three
0: out of it out of yeah they, they had they to did make a whole the third hobbit. movie out of nothing
1: but then, like, Harry Potter did it, and then, so then all, like, the Twilight movies and Divergent and, like, Hunger Games tried to do it, basically. And I remember seeing Hunger Games part, the last one, sorry, Mockingjay Part 1 in theaters. And I remember seeing the end of that, and I was like, this sucks. Like, I hated the way it ended. I'm like, I get why they ended it there, so it would be a cliffhanger. But I was like, oh, this this is not good. Which movie? Uh, and, like, uh, Mockingjay Part okay, 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, there's sp- well, yeah, huevos.
0: it cuts back to him in real life playing ball, showing his iconic moment. I think sure. what he's talking about is show that sh- show the moment where they took the photo of him doing the slam dunk that that led to taking the silhouette and putting that. There's on all every, of that. Like, there's the so shoot. much like, more to that story. Yeah, but that instead, they could have we're old. But instead, we're we're sitting uh, waiting for the phone to ring. And it's like I, I agree with you that that those are good dramatic moments for Sonny. Yeah. But it's like there's there's more story here. Why are we just sitting around there? There's more to be, there's, there there's could more have been, interesting I think
1: stuff. There's at least an hour more in this movie that they, they didn't do for whatever either. And I don't think it was scripted. I think this is what was scripted. Yeah. I think this guy, of course, this is like news film. I mean, he's not new. Like he's obviously, he's said he's written other scripts. This is just the first one he's sold. Right. Yeah. So like he, he but this is like the first one he sells. Right. But like, I'm kind of like with you or I'm like, add an extra hour to this movie because it does lean itself into that like this is a this is a uh, a biopic movie of sorts yeah. right yeah. bi- so sort of, sort of a biopic right so yeah. it's like you could have added an hour and i think audiences still would have seen the movie and i still i think it was still been a great movie i still think this is a good movie but good. i, I like, think uh, you, what you, you greatness... keep saying
0: good and you say you like it and i agree i like it and it's good I don't love it, and I don't think it's great, and that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the difference. It's not that I, it's not, again, the... I'm not like I'm not like with with uh, list wise. Me walking out of uh, Infinity Pool, I was I was I was buzzing. I was just like, my yeah. god, that was good. My god, like what it, just what it has yeah. to say about human, the human condition, human behavior, yeah, and and how people would act in in a in a in a world without consequence and so i was i was buzzing i was buzzing with this again in my intro i'm like it's like when somebody tells you something interesting you're like that's interesting i'm glad i know more about this shoe what am i going to eat for lunch you know like i'm just immediately kind of over it but what we're talking about is a movie that would have escalated and it would have required because i remember i remember seeing the opening credits and i was like ooh i wonder who's going to play mj and i'm like Wayans. Everyone, noted, like, everyone
1: I know who was like asking that question. Yeah, I'm like Marlon everyone Wayans. I, knew, I I'm that like, am like, okay,
0: yeah. it's not going to be Chris Tucker; he's too old. But like Marlon Wayans, he could maybe pull it off. I'm looking at the credits, and then and then quickly you catch on to they're never going to show his face. Yeah. And I was like, uh Okay, I will so say th- So I will they better nail this movie without them. him though. And then, but then it's like in the end, without that, because again, the whole thing courting a legend. It's courting a legend. It's like. We're gonna do everything it takes to to get them on our side, and it all just goes so smoothly. Like there really aren't any hiccups, and I I like the the, the I think I think, the, the, and there the, are
1: hiccups, but yeah, you but don't like really what are they? What the are the hiccups? Like like every time they're like uh they're because he the first big hiccup that he has is trying to get a meeting with Jordan, and he had he plays it. He's like. He talks to his his uh, his agent. His agent is a complete asshole, which yeah. is one of my favorite scenes, by the way, because he yeah, starts off scene. talking yeah. to him, and he's just like, "I will eat your yeah, balls. So the- I will nope. nibble or on or your balls." That like- one like that yeah, one's great fun. but before yeah. that one before that one we first talks to him and he starts telling him about some like very agent bullshit thing where he's just like yeah i've got this other guy and, and Matt David's just like yeah i don't give a yeah, fuck yeah, about yeah, that yeah. i here to he get meeting says, with i don't give like, a fuck <laughs> i love that i love yeah. that so yeah. much and that anyway, it, again, but like, but that's the but acting that's, the, biggest, like that's, that's the, the first hurdle the performances the are great hurdle.
0: but so far as the actual dramatic up downs it's like they won't take a meeting so he goes and it's ad- obviously admirable he goes to the Jordan's house and he's yeah. like uh he's like hey can I talk to you and they're like we normally wouldn't do this but yeah and it's just like everything just keeps working out without there being that that you know again if the movie had continued it's like uh uh Jordan's playing his first game and there's some problem and, and so we got to solve could have that away problem with- and they you know all the got, all this stuff going, going on behind Jordan. the scenes of like a a game that's going on or whatever. Like there's there's none of that. So all, it, all in all, everything leads up to the that moment where it's like th- that we already talked about, where it's like we want more money, and then uh, ben, Affle- ben Affleck says, "Fuck it, you can have the money," and then the big celebratory moment is that Matt Damon walks out into the you know the the, the bullpen of all the workers at Nike, and he just goes, "Guys." we signed him and everybody's like, yay. And, and, and I'm like, you know, you know, I'm sitting there thinking about like endings of movies, like, like a, uh, like a Ron Howard movie with everybody kind yeah. of like sitting around waiting for the big news and everybody's celebrating. And so he's like, that's Ron Howard's stick, right? Is like something big is happening, some big event. And everybody's waiting to see if the, if the astronauts make it okay, or if the, the, the boxers going to win the fight or whatever. And then everybody yeah. celebrates and it's always super joyous. But this was just like, we signed a guy for a shoe and great bunch of random people that I work with. Yay. And, and I was I was like, I was like, I want to be cheering. I want to be like, yeah, with everybody. But I'm just kind of like everything kind of just, you know, what it reminded worked me of? out.
1: You know what that scene reminded me of, though? What? Uh, all the all the president's men. It's like he comes out, like Dustin Hoffman kind of comes out. And he's just like the camera's following him, and he's like, "We did it, we got him, we got him." But it's not like this yeah. big thing. It's like it's like kind of contained, and like like that's. I I wouldn't say that like that changes the way you feel about it, but um, but yeah. Anyway, let's get down to brass tacks. I don't give a fuck about that, Charlie. I don't give a fuck about that. Where would you put this? I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna say that from now on. I don't give a that's fuck, so fuck about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a. <laughs> But I'm here to find out where we're ranking this. I will. And I, I think, McCurdy. I will. I will nibble your balls
0: like that. I nibble, just get. I will, like, I will watching, eat your balls. Watching him struggle to come up with horrible things to say. Like it's of course, so of course, good. that was fun. You know, I so. love that part. That, yeah.
1: See, that's the thing. I, I had a lot of great moments coming out of that movie that I was like, Again, oh my god. The movie's I all about this.
0: performances. It's all about it performances.
1: So good. Well, it's, that's not that's not just a performance though. Like that, like. W- w- says around that nine shit. or
0: eight. Around nine <laughs> or eight.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's that low on the list. Unfortunately, that's not where I would put it. But um, I mean, I could see you putting it super low. But I'm like, I well, think performance is. No, I'm not
0: going low again. This is I a real movie. I think this is high. This, this is a, a real, real
1: fucking movie. Yeah, so you a know real where I put it. Movie. Okay, so here's what I'd put it, knowing. How you feel wait, about wait, this wait,
0: movie. hang on hang on sb i love mccurdy doesn't remember goodwill hunting but brings up 1978 all the president's men
1: <laughs> well just That's because funny. i probably saw that last sb jesus christ <laughs> don't fuck, SB. S- dude sb <laughs> is, is, is
0: is he's he's very angry tonight don't he's don't very angry no, um, I, don't, I don't
1: think it's. I here's the thing. He's I saying
0: ten. Sp. SB, uh, Sp. assuming. I don't that based think it's what we've been low. saying. It's ten. No, it's not I don't that long. It's, it's that definitely low. not that long. I
1: think. I think here's the thing. I think it it breaks the Shazam threshold. I think that's where it lands. Undoubtedly. It breaks undoubtedly it breaks, Shazam, it breaks the Shazam threshold because it's a real movie. And again, the work and I do think the plot, the the story, the plot, the script. I think it all works. Charlie, you the way you were framing what you have said to me tonight is basically like, it's good. It could have been great, but it's good. It's not, and it works. Like, yeah. it's good and it works. Unlike, you know, we talked about uh, Mario, right? Like, we all liked Mario a lot. Like, we thought it was a lot of fun. But Mario on it's like, when you get into the nitty-gritty and you really think about it as a movie, it doesn't work. Like, the script doesn't work as well yeah. as it could. Again, my recommendation like, not was, every
0: take hey, kids. Go, like, yeah. you show your kids. kids. That's But a great if movie you don't kids. have kids don't bother if you don't yeah, have
1: kids it's not a don't bother but if you like Ma- if you like mario yeah you go see that movie but it's that movie if you're just if you're not a mario fan and you lived under a rock and you went don't and bother that movie don't bother like you're not gonna get that movie this movie yeah. on the other hand does a great job of setting up what the fuck nike was at yeah. the time so you really do get invested in this the film world of this movie Uh, It does a great job. With all of its characters are top notch. I love, and every character gets a little bit of a moment where you really appreciate that character. Whether it's Jason Bateman's little monologue about him and his daughter, or the weird, you know, Peter Moore's character, the guy who the weird dude who creates the shoes, or even like Viola Davis's performance is great. You know, Matt Damon's great throughout the whole damn movie. Ben Affleck's funny because he's just kind of this absent-minded. In in a way, he's slightly absent-minded. ceo but he's like literally says fuck it yeah he's like fuck it you know but like matt damon can like like his sonny can like uh appeal to his uh you know business side of like where's you know where's your balls you know you were you know doing all this great stuff when you guys started so like all of that's so fucking good um i think what you're describing though is like it could have been better and there's a lot of room where that story lands that could have been better it could have been great it yeah, it's good. It could have been great. I think yeah, it's it like a T. It's,
0: it's literally a made for TV movie in its yeah. present state. It's but not. It's, so it's not good. a big theatrical movie. It's a made for TV movie that would have been a really good made for TV yeah. movie. Um, I think. I think it's more. It,
1: okay. So here's where I'm. I'm torn, though, Charlie. Here's where I'm torn, and you'll probably say the opposite. I'm going to say is it maybe not opposite, but you'll get where I'm going. Is it? below or above creed 3 because i don't think like that's the one where i'm like it's close to it but i think creed 3 at least is a much more cinematic movie but i do think creed 3 has its has its shortcomings as well uh, both very well acted movies both really good stories um creed 3 does does have like a really good villain arc but i feel like the villain yeah. arc could have been better Yes. And it would have been great. That's, what, that's so a lot like, of what we talked about. Yeah, that's kind of where, you know, like the last time we talked about how Super Mario Brothers does feel like in the wheelhouse of where it landed. Like, that's kind of where we've been really ranking these is just like, where does it fit closest to? That's why I felt like Dungeons and Dragons and Shazam are very close in style and feel. Yeah. Uh, Megan and Missing have been that way. Scream. We did talk about Scream yeah. and um, Mario
0: Super- Ant-Man. They're Magic all kind Mike, of in the same niche, but pocket. I do
1: think this breaks the threshold where it is. It's so fucking well done yep. that you you got to give it to like it's better than Shazam. I think for a movie that is entertaining, undoubtedly, is, is no, uh, undoubtedly no,
0: above, uh, above above Shazam. Shazam. So I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you say all that because for me, um I already said Infinity Pool just impresses, and uh, yeah. I, I, I someday the reason why before I was going to bring up. I was going to bring up the 1993 94 Oscars, which was the year that had Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, and Shawshank. Three of the best movies ever made. Yeah. And it ultimately went to Forrest Gump. Why did it go to Forrest Gump? Well, because in a tie break like that, the Oscars, back when they meant something, would go to Americana. And they so, still do. So they, they still, still do, but do, pulp, do this. Sure. But pulp fiction. Well, no, they all go to china now they all go to china what no i'm saying is they still
1: they what you're describing is there's a tie there's usually if there's a bunch of really good movies there's always a tie break and it's always like the slightly mediocre movie that gets the best picture when it's like there are two other movies that were like Those movies were were better, but because everyone was pulling this one, everyone was pulling this way. The one that was sort of like in the middle still maintained between these two votes it
0: got between Infinity Pool and Air. It would go to Air because Air is, as they say in the movie, they're like, "This is the American story." It's like somebody coming from nothing, right, and and not taking no for an answer. And yay, capitalism, as Austin Powers would say. Um, So so like, Forrest Gump is Americana. Versus Pulp yeah. Fiction, people, Pulp Fiction's so good, or is so good. Yes, those movies are yeah. fantastic, but it went to the feel-good movie. So I kind of thought that might happen going into this, that it was like, if it was going to be between Infinity Pool and Air, that I would lean towards Air, because Air is the feel-good movie. But yeah. upon watching it, it immediately sunk below Infinity Pool for me, and John Wick, just because John Wick is just... It's like masterful it, to air and John Wick couldn't be more different, but John Wick is masterful so far as the finale of an incredible action series, right? Yeah um and and those movies are less about story and they're as you know, as Kevra was he was like, it's not about story. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not. but John Wick four fucking knew what it was i think, was. John, I think
1: you could make the case though with john wick for there is a story there is like this like we're coming to a close but i i would also argue this the difference between air and john wick is like Air's predictable because you know what's going to happen by the end of the movie it's just how that happens john wick on the other hand you have no idea how it's going to happen and you don't know how it's going to end yeah for both those movies so with that movie it's like i can see why just how our list is like i, I think john wick beats air my but even, really but even, comes even beyond that, though, it's
0: just like John Wick is just like, it's yeah. so it's so it's like it's like masterful so far as action movies yeah. are. It's 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 it's, it's an, an incredible finale of four incredible movies. So my so, question so, really so is, so there's is no it's question like Creed
1: there. three and air. It's, cre- cre- it's exactly.
0: So ultimately, what I'm getting at is it is between Creed three and air. Now you have two yeah. movies where you have one that like, can you imagine Creed if we never got in the ring? And it was just all about like his boxing gloves or something. You know, it's just like yeah, these, but that's, these but that's, are awesome yeah, boxing gloves. Like movie. that would be the equivalent. And would, you could make a, a whole movie, movie about that, as we saw with air. But um, but not having any basketball was a clear choice, but it it just leads to something that's less big. And so I and I, so I'm torn too, because Creed Three, the shortcomings that we talked about were I said uh in my view, the most interesting bad guy of the entire Rocky Creed series. It's not just a guy who's like, I'm going to beat you up. It's a, it's a, it's this, this back, The guy's got a full backstory. He's got his own revenge tale. The fact that it's like, I'm going to come after you Creed because you stole my life. That's all fantastic. What we talked about in that episode was that they didn't blow it up enough. There wasn't enough. Um, uh, there wasn't, enough of a i hate this guy like they didn't blow up that bad guy There's, like to that gap between the midpoint
1: and the end of the, the gap between the midpoint and the act three there should have been more of a ramping up of how more bad shit he is talking and, how, and just how more like have, i'm coming for your family or you know, like just like more how he screws them over but instead we're yeah. we're like okay screw that we're gonna talk about how his mom dies and it's like uh yeah. villain like you should have yeah. talked more about the villain. Or the daughter. Uh, think... It's like, we got to
0: set up the daughter because yeah. she's going to take over the whole yeah. like franchise. It was more like Rah. they spent so
1: much time with the B stories in that movie. I think it, like, it lessened. Here's the thing. I think... I think air is a much better directed movie than Creed three. Um, and it's, it's obvious because like Michael B. Jordan, this is his first movie he's ever directed versus yep. Ben Affleck has directed several films under his belt, as well as winning, you know, best screen and being in way more movies than Michael B. Jordan has in his car- yep. whole career. That's where I'm like, I think that's where I would give air the like, little bit because just that scene we were talking about where he's pitching this whole thing that is such a great well directed that's great well there, there's that's a such a of, great a
0: lot of subtlety
1: it's so subtle in that it's in that so scene. Well, but there's no subtlety I think Creed 3 doesn't like well Jordan is making certain choices but I don't think they land as heavy as they could have and like that's yeah. how I felt with the final fight was like uh like, the final fight was okay. It was good, but it was like... No, I go I go back I've to the seen... final
0: fight and I think about how it ended so abruptly, and I remember going, wait, what? Yeah. We're already yeah. done? Wait, yeah. no. Wait, no. I remember being like, oh, God. And, and yeah. you know, th- there was a there was a classic montage. Like, th- th- the Rocky movies are well-known for their amazing montages. You know, the training montages where it's like, you've set up the stakes and now it's all about you know, running through the desert and sweating and, 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 and everybody being like, yeah, he's ready. He's ready. Um, but I do, I do agree that because between those two, there's, they're, they're very, um, you've got one movie that is incredibly subtle about a bunch of fat guys talking in rooms versus a movie about, um, uh, the, the tough part is, is frankly the character of, um,
1: dame was that his name so like here's yeah dame, dame. like here's my yeah, thing with so, that so dame, dame's really good dame's yeah. really good right dame's really good yeah but but i think he's trumped by having matt damon ben affleck jason bateman like the like shoe guy Viola davis like you have such a like a heavy hitter cast yeah that it's just like like forget about and everybody's dame. Like, bringing i i Everybody's bringing it. Everybody's yeah. bringing it. But I don't air, mean the performance.
0: Like, I mean, I mean the character of Dame being really interesting. Like I, yeah, but I he, see but, where but you're but saying he, But he wasn't fully realized, and that's the the yeah. the trouble. But like,
1: if I'm if I'm just talking about performance, like Dame's, like Jonathan Majors again, the guy's gonna win an Oscar. I guarantee it at some point in time. Some, if, at some if, some if this, point, yeah. hopefully, this whole thing, this fiasco that yeah. he's dealing yeah, with, yeah. like gets gets fixed or whatever. She lied. But, she lied. I don't know anything about it, but I know. I don't she know. Lied. I don't know all the details. I don't know all the details either. But I'm saying I hope that but I think he's gonna win an Oscar at some point in time. He's a fantastic actor. I just yeah. think he's when new you have favorite. a power just he is, but when you have a powerhouse of like these four or five actors that are in this movie that like just hits you in the face and they're like, God, they're all so good and they're bringing it like everybody's bringing it even chris tucker's bringing it like and you see a a side and that was the other thing like you see a side of chris tucker that i feel like he has been like the chris tucker you and i probably remember the most is like rush hour or uh, the fifth element when he's just so over the top this is such a much subtler chris tucker and it kind of shows you like that much
0: subtler but i yes but but
1: he 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 at least can play down to like a real world person and you're not yeah. like, this is a cartoon. And even so, like
0: and Marlon Wayans to just yeah. do a serious <laughs> role where he, he does a great job. He's in he, he, he worked for one day. They had him sit at a bar for one scene. And that, then he had, that had scene one role, also like, has, you ca- know,
1: I, here's the thing. All the talking scenes are so captivating. Cause I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm this the whole time where I, yeah. I don't necessarily think that's the case with Creed three as much, yeah. but I, I do think Creed three on the, on the other side of that, it's like, you have the more traditional, just like the the reveals and, and action beats and things like that, that kind of fill those gaps in. So you don't have, it's not talking in rooms kind of things, but like, yeah. again, it's just like, I think air beats Creed three. That's where I think like the more and, we're talking and, about and it more, like I think that's where it's at.
0: That's where I'm leaning. Like it's, it's uh, Creed. It, again, if it was Creed one, Creed yeah. one would be at the top of the list. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, this movie, the the flaws, the flaw really is, I, I, in, in a sentence, the, the flaw for air is, uh, I wish you would have taken more creative license to really blow yeah. this thing out of proportion. Because there, there are some times where I think that's the wrong thing to do. Uh, I've, I I made a video at one point that I, I never put out, but I, I think I'll remake at some point about how the movie straight out of Compton took artistic license with things, but I think it did. I think it did some bullshit. I think it did some, some social damaging bullshit with the lies that it told. But then there are other time there are other movies where it's like, okay, this well, it's like this didn't happen, but it was better for the movie. And I'm like, yeah, do that, do that, make things up that if it makes it like, okay. If you're ever just at a party telling a story and you, you choose to tell the truth. And I'm all about the truth, but when it comes to storytelling, if you choose to tell the truth versus telling the better story that isn't true, you're an asshole. Don't ever let the truth ruin a good story. And so with something like air, I do wish they would have taken it a little further to where I get the feely feels, but, but overall it is, it is just, it's quality. It is, it's a quality movie. Uh, apparently I talked so much shit about it that y'all thought I was gonna put it down by Super Mario, but, but no, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 quality, it's not yeah, not no way,
1: no, no. I, so, I yeah, I'm sometimes was, yeah, you'll I, I go think, so hard think, on a movie. I think yeah, three. I think sometimes you go so hard on a movie where I'm like, uh, did you hate the movie like that? That's like why like we're when here. we were talking about you know you know D and D or whatever, mm. like, like you just too much. But that's, then you know like we come back down to reality. That's we're like, why oh, we're here, McCurdy. We're here. It's like it's like
0: every single Bond episode. We gotta, you know, like look. I'm going to pick this apart, and then I get the, the I get the. You just hate Goldfinger, and I'm like, shut up. Goldfinger's awesome. So how did I, I how did I do
1: this time Chuck?
0: Um. So wait. So Michael Jordan is slam dunking my head.
1: Yeah, because I, <laughs> I I could have done like I. But it's like I could have put Shia over that. But then I was like, no, they should be like add uh, together. But then I was like, okay, that's the the other one's the classic photo. So I was like, he's he's dunking the Baskin Robbins. Eventually we will break the Baskin Robbins curse, but right now it's still Baskin Robbins. It's
0: still Baskin Robbins I, I until I, I should bring back pancakes. Else.
1: Yeah. Well at one point Maybe we had would... Wolf Blitz, we had Wolf Blitzer. And I don't yeah. know what the other one was for Shazam. But yeah, we had that. Well, with his tongue point.
0: always hanging out, he could be licking an ice cream cone like a Baskin Robbins. Oh, like,
1: you know, like, yeah. oh yeah. I should have oh. done that. Damn. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. think about that one. Didn't think about that one.
0: <sighs> Sorry, that buddy. Be good. Damn. Apparently, you don't so, consult me before making insulting images about me.
1: <laughs> it's not even like... <laughs>
0: i'm like, not insulted though because another... i love
1: shia labeouf so much <laughs> like i want another I, I can't wait to see another shia movie something we can talk about actually yeah. you know what charlie but you have another game, a doppelganger you have a Who second that? one actually you have three leave okay, schreiber you three i got leave schreiber you no 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 not leave schreiber you have no three that, that's, I, I think i said
0: month. before on an episode i went uh in chicago at work like clockwork every People meeting I somebody would be like schreiber? Yeah, every time okay, you know, I had of see shorter it. hair, they'd be like, you look like Leif Schreiber. And I, and, and, and I, I reached a it. point where I would go, hey, he's my dad. Really? I go, yeah, he's my dad. I don't tell people that, but he's my dad. I just I just started owning it because I thought it was hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's my dad. Okay, so I think you have, well, now you have four in my mind. But one, okay. and I think it's just the beard, right? It's the beard. The first one, Shia, right? Shia. Okay. The second one, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Jake Gyllenhaal Hall to me. Yes. No. Jake Dylan Hall. There's no. times when I see him with a beard when he's got the full beard. Jake Gyllenhaal. Hall. Other one? I think this one's a classic for me is uh well he's changed a little bit. His face isn't the same. Zac Efron. Zac Efron's the other one.
0: Dude, you look like a lot Suddenly, facially, suddenly Zac, Zac Efron. Suddenly you're complimenting me. Those those men are too attractive. You compliment They are. Me, so. But
1: I do feel like you look facially like Zac Efron and Jake Gyllenhaal. Hall. And Shia LaBeouf. Well,
0: I and appreciate apparently it. Apparently
1: Leif Schreiber. You are an amalgam of them.
0: Leaf Schreiber is is uh I think I think he's like perfect because he's not like like th- those other guys are gorgeous. Whereas Leif Schreiber yeah. is just like classy. I like Leaf Schreiber.
1: SB I cool. yeah, casino episode we had to debate because if we didn't debate it'd be, it'd be it'd be it wouldn't be a good episode. So yeah. You know, sometimes you have to my favorite find part find about the casino about
0: episode it. was I was like it's McCurdy's the, the villain you were the you were the <laughs> villain of that episode it was fantastic
1: because like, i i truly do believe that i think that a lot like that's the thing i truly think that a casino is is overrated in the sense that like people really glorify that movie so much that they tend to forget like every other prior bond movie and they're like this is the best bond movie i'm like yeah but like why did we like james bond in the first place like remember yeah. these other remember goldeneye you know like that's where i'm like it's not. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good, but I also feel like there was flaws in that. It is a complete setup movie, and there's pieces missing. But it like does like again like what did I say that episode? I said it's it's really good vodka, but not a great martini, right? Or something. That like was that. that
0: was that was such a. I sent McCurdy a a Marco Polo. I was like, as I was editing that, I was like, dude, thank you so much. That was the <laughs> perfect way of putting it. Mance that is your, your so exact mad. line was uh it's I feel like this is the best vodka that money can buy, but it's not the full vodka martini shake and not stirred. And I was like, God damn, that is that is so perfect. So uh yes Nico. Uh, okay,
1: so real quick, want to thank SV and huevos and Nico and wait, who else was here? Nico Wasn't just showed 30%? up. What's up Nico? Was that it? I, I thank you guys for showing up on a random Tuesday. Yeah. You know. And I'm I'm like I'm
0: I I'm, I'm I'm down for this anytime. Like yeah. uh, seriously. Like I I don't care about sickness Sundays. The reason why we do Sundays is because McCurdy is on set regularly. But like McCurdy, anytime any literally any day that you can do this. Um Yeah. I want to do it. I just so happen. I don't, I don't it want to just keep just the fifty. Thing. I want to do no, as no. many movies in the year as possible. Yeah. And like, uh, like SB I told keeps Charlie, pushing for Tetris, and I'm down to do Tetris. We no, I've, do been, Tetris. I've, I've
1: been. i telling Charlie like I've, I want to do. I want to do Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I know he's like, yeah. Ah, Barbie's not my movie, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, no, I, no, I still want to do it. About. Of course, I still want but, to do it. We're still gonna do this week. I think this week is uh, uh, Renfield. so we're still doing that with Nick Cage as Dracula uh charlie's not really digging it it might be uh, it might be competing with cocaine bear for all we know we don't know until we see the movie yeah um, i will say though i will say because i have a cool job and i'm now i'm just boasting bragging about my job right i did talk to somebody who worked on the movie he was a stunt guy and he's like in i'm Renfield? in this thing and this thing on Redfield. film i was like oh that's cool so i don't know if i get a lot of info out of the movie but you Wave know Ellis it's wants to know cool. what you do i'm a i'm a i am a production assistant which is which is like the lowest of the like if i wish i had that picture of jamie kennedy from uh uh jay and jay and silent bob strikes back like that's that's my piss in my coffee (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker! went to film school Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do. I'm a production assistant, but you know, I'm still working my way to becoming an assistant director. Um, but I, I love my job. I get to be on set every day. Get to see cool stuff. Sometimes I get to see cool stunts. Get to be talk to directors and and writers and all all the people's of movies. It's cool, and actors, of course. So. Oh, hey.
0: Huevos um, also says, you should make a movie.
1: We are going to make a movie. Actually, that's <laughs> that's uh, Charlie and I. Have been, I wrote a script that. Charlie and I have been going back and forth with talk. Like Charlie's been giving you notes on the script, and of course, and I think Charlie's hopefully going to edit it if if I send it to him. He
0: likes your shorts too.
1: Well, thank you, I appreciate that. But yeah, we're gonna. I wrote a script. Um, I'm planning on wanting to to actually make it into a movie. Hopefully, we might start or something like that. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make a feature. It'll be my first feature film. So I've I've written a script. It's not super long. It's not like meant to be. In uh, a two-hour movie, it's meant to be more like a 90- to 75-minute movie. So, a short feature movie. But uh, we'll see. So, yeah. Also, Patrick, to... we don't
0: know. Uh, Patrick, are you a first-timer? But he says we're great. Thanks, Patrick. Thank Speaking you, Patrick. of which, uh, we need to quickly do this. So, we're set on three, right?
1: Yes, we are set on three. Okay.
0: Plugging it in, number three is Er. Er. Er, and then as usual I have to replace all these. So keep talking about what you are talking about, McCurdy, because I have to replace. I don't. I here. don't know.
1: Yeah. So working on a movie. It's uh, It's about. It's about a. Uh, what is McCurdy? What? What else was people asking? I don't know if they're asking anything else. Well, I yeah, think. So I'm uh, working on a movie. Uh, and my only request right
0: was that uh, I be the the store clerk, even though there's no, there's store, no store in in the. Movie I don't care.
1: Write a scene in where <laughs> I want a scene. where i'm a store clerk, or gigolo oh i would be the the gigolo
0: write a scene where i'm well i need you to
1: i need to i need to see uh uh i need to make sure that you're better than Halle berry let's say that or or i'm i'm leave
0: schreiber leave schreiber shows up in the script my i play my dad (laughs) i play my father
1: yeah so wait nico says so is this up uh affleck's usual standard argo the town it's been a while since I've seen those movies again, but Dude, I think uh, the Nico, town to answer is your...
0: awesome. Like this. Okay. Ranking. Nico, this, to answer your question though. Ranking like think... this with Ben Affleck movies. I didn't see the last night or the live by night. I didn't see the yeah. live by night. Um, but Argo Argo is, is good. The town is the shit and the town so far is still his best movie. Didn't see live by night. I would put this for everything that I said tonight I would put this at the bottom of Ben Affleck's movies just because it's underwhelming but it's yeah. still quality. Ben Affleck still makes quality movies, but this one just lacked punch. And it would have had that punch if it would have had some uh Michael Jack like put Michael Jackson in the shoes and have him play a basketball you game. Said, you
1: did it again. Michael Jackson. An oh. Do I keep saying Jackson? <laughs>
0: You I don't even—it's not even
1: registering Put in my Michael brain. Michael Jackson in the shoes.
0: How? Oh! <laughs> yeah, and have him moonwalk. I'm not talking, dude. I'm <laughs> not talking about Michael need. Jordan.
1: Fuck Michael Jordan.
0: Michael Jackson should be wearing these shoes, and he should be we moonwalking. Charlie, in them, okay. Charlie, That's I got another pitch.
1: I have another pitch. Okay, here's my pitch for a new movie. Just a new idea. Okay. Just, just run with me, right? So let's do a movie about a historic event about a person who like you know, did succeed kind of like this movie, like found or, or the founder of this movie do that, but switch the character with some other historical person and then just see how that, re- that would ride out. So like this yeah, movie, so if anybody noticed said it's instead of Michael Jordan, it's Michael Jackson. Then people yeah. would be like, so confused to be like, wait, I thought Michael Jordan side with Nike. Yeah, and The whole movie is like, yeah, Michael that's Jackson. why they don't he's show the his best. face. Cause they're like, he's the best he pop star. Like in the
0: world. He's ghoulish weirdo we can't show his face because he would freak out that would out change the, the whole
1: movie because yeah. everyone would be like wait you want to ride our entire budget on a pop superstar <laughs> sensation that's yeah that's so much better yeah
0: are you insane this is the basketball department it's like it's like no Mike, michael jackson he's, he's making a comeback he's gonna be huge he's gonna be and a then, basketball it's star like, Fuck, he raped Macaulay Culkin. What do we do now? We gotta ah. kill, we gotta kill McCully Culkin and bury him. Oh like, my God. Can you imagine if Sonny had to kill is like we gotta go find Macaulay Culkin and murder him before he can testify in court. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, uh, to get away yeah, from yeah,
0: that. Let's just let's read let's Wow, read, let's read the list real quick so uh infinity pool john wick 4 air creed 3 shazam fury of the gods dungeons and dragons honor among thieves megan missing scream 6 mario movie ant-man and the wasp quantum mania magic mike's last dance knock at the cabin plane cocaine bear we're at 15 right now i seriously cannot wait for this list to be a hundred long I I will seriously do as many as possible out of 2023. I don't care. I don't. uh, McCurdy, it's on you. Everybody watching should pressure McCurdy to do more episodes because we're going to have an issue. I would do this every night. I would do it every night
1: because I've already talked to Charlie about this. We have an issue already because I think Nico, you were the one who mentions like, oh, wait until you see Bo is afraid. I was like, that comes out the same week as. Evil Dead Rises. So yep. we're going to have to flip a coin and see what we see. I want to see because I want to see both those movies. Uh, but like, it's yeah, we're, we're going to have to figure that one out. So, like, hopefully we figure figure it out way before after next week or whatever. So, yeah, this was just kind of like we had to see it. Like we saw the kids movie that everybody was going to go see anyway. Uh, and I wanted to see it. And then we went and saw this, this really great movie. The, yeah, SB, to, we're doing it's, it's
0: both so far. We have yet to do streaming, but uh, we don't care. Like the, this is an Amazon movie. So is it, when is this going to be on Amazon? I
1: don't know. I, I think Amazon is doing the thing, the streaming thing correctly though, because like this is, this is the issue that Netflix is facing specifically Netflix. And I think yeah. all of them are facing because they are like, Oh, we'll just put our movies on streaming. Even, even Warner brothers or, or paramount or whatever. It was like, let's just put our streaming movies on streaming. And they're not realizing like, you can't just do that without marketing the movies. Yeah. And like they should be putting these movies into theaters and letting them ride, and then putting them on their streaming services. Because then now it's like, oh yeah, I did hear about that movie. I do want to see that, and then yeah. like actually watch that on their streamer. So like they're actually getting revenue from when it's out in theaters, and then they're getting revenue again when people are like, oh, I wanted to see that. Oh, it's on Apple Plus. Okay, I'll gotta watch it on whatever streaming service is on. Like yeah, that's how you get people to to make money, and how the streaming thing should be. But people aren't like clicking with that uh yes sp keeps talking about tetris i don't have i don't wait well sorry i don't have i uh, got it (laughs) i keep looking. you click on it yeah i want to see tetris i like again we're both nintendo fans like i I i'm upset we never got our photo from the nintendo club on that last episode we did save it for tetris yeah we should yeah but but charlie and i and dan's when we were in high school uh we we helped found uh the nintendo club i think we called it the video was it the video game club
0: it was nintendo club for one year and then we expanded into video game video games yeah so So we called we had a club
1: so we had video game but but it wasn't because everyone just played super smash like that was the only game anybody ever played at that that club uh but yeah we had we had a game we had a club and i remember we like we got our little picture in the yearbook as a group and we all sat there and there was like every single nerd that had some social life like sat there and uh, you know, we had a little great. picture and yeah. yeah, but that club like we would it, would, it was after school on, I think one day a week and we play super smash brothers and like played video games for an hour or whatever. Um, but yeah, like, so we were really into video games. So I'm really well aware like Tetris has like, there's this whole story behind, how who got the rights because that was an issue yeah. with Atari and Nintendo back in the like the seven I think it was like late 70s early 80s which is you know when this movie comes out like movie takes place or whatever uh, but yeah I'm uh, down to do it I'm SP, down yeah the question is are we going to the same cinemas Uh no because yeah. I don't live they live in Indiana um, I live in Arkansas I don't live in Arkansas but McCurdy, I live in Georgia
0: McCurdy used to live here And then he, he, uh, packed up the fam one day and moved down to Georgia. More
1: moved to Joe moved to Bollywood. What is it? Hollywood of the South. Yollywood is what they as they call it. So I moved to Yollywood. So no, I see, but I go to AMC like man's does. And then Charlie loves to go to his Regal, but it's the Regal that I grew up going to. Yeah, we all grew up going to um, it. And
0: that's why I go to it because it gives me feely a, feels.
1: It, but it's and I used to work. Th- I worked there for like a summer. Yeah, it's, um,
0: a, it's a piece of shit, but I love it. It is a
1: piece of shit. Yeah, it's a piece of shit now. But yeah, I we, love it. Yeah. so we don't go to the same theaters, but I tend to like to go to now because I've been doing the A-listers thing. I, I tend to like going to like the Dolby cinemas and the like the higher end stuff when it's great. This one, I didn't have to, cause it was like, it's a against people talking in rooms. You don't need the yeah. high fidelity rumble sound for this movie. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, if we get a big, big movie. I'll be like, I want to see an Dolby.
0: Yeah. So, um, anyway, we got it ranked. Uh, we're, we're still going to do Renfield. Um, I, I mean, McCurdy, if you, if you end up catching Tetris, uh, let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe, like, I, maybe I'm, I, you I, I, w- I and would, I would do Tetris.
1: Sure. Sure. Maybe you guys do Tetris. Cause I'm not, I don't know if I really want to get Apple plus to be honest, but sure. You know, it's just me.
0: Yeah. I mean, so and that's kind of, I mean, I, I'm, I will be, I will be the through line. I will be in every episode. Uh, ideally we would all catch every movie, but, uh, uh, what, what are you going to do? What are you gonna yeah. do we all have uh, stuff we got to take care of so but everybody um, here
1: should go and watch the next movie next week so then yeah. come back on sunday and we can and you can tell us what you thought was shit or what you thought was amazing mm-hmm. and then we you know we can discuss it yeah and then, then we're doing our due diligence as, as cinema goers i sound drunk do i sound drunk we're going to see the movie Leave movies. that to Yay. me
0: leave that to me which, hey, by the way, I've been I've been going through the "Live and Let Die" episode. I went through that oh, all, no. all today, and I was like, "God damn that!" I did not have dinner before <laughs> the "Live and Let <laughs> Die" episode for sure, because
1: that's the um, one where you like we we bested you, and you were like, "No, the, the guy lives," and we're like, "Charlie, he doesn't live." Yeah, like, I, w- no, I wasn't like,
0: "That was one of the and first I, like, things we, we talked and about." Like, but
1: that guy died. Like it's yeah. just it's just it's hilarious subtle. watching
0: that whole thing back because th- from the get go, I'm like. I'm like I'm talking to myself. I'm like, dude, shut up. You're so wrong.
1: <laughs> it's
0: just funny to watch <laughs> back. Um but anyway, my just mad, thought man. on tonight's toast was uh my my mind went right to um Mr. Q basement dweller shoemaker because I th- he was just such a left field choice for the the our guy, but uh who did you line up?
1: Who were I you thinking put the so, like, that's the thing. I went, because this was a autobiography with real people, I went with uh, the real Sonny. Okay. Which as, I'm down for. the guy. Because I, I you know... We wouldn't me, be here like, without this... him. No, you wouldn't. Because I think, like, you look at this story, and I don't know if it's true. Because I don't know how accurate the story is. But the way that the story unfolds, it really kind of shines a light as this guy was just like this... He's he's he is the mastermind and, and the gambler of this this risky venture for Nike that paid off in in, you know, I've got a Nike shirt on and like, you know, it's like he's the biggest it's the biggest one of the biggest sports uh, athletic wear, whatever you want to call it, you know, companies in the world. Uh, and I feel like if, if it wasn't for this deal, like they wouldn't be what they are today. Uh, considering they also bought converse like later in 96, I think is what they said in the, in the movie or whatever. Uh, Yeah. The fact that they
0: bought that, that that was a badass moment. It was just like, yeah, we ended up buying our major competitor,
1: which we should have seen in part two of this movie movie, the last hour or whatever. But of course, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, I, I would give the toast to this because it's like without this guy and his story, you don't have this movie and it's still a quality movie so like that's that's why i landed on but you know what fuck it it's our show fuck it well no you here know you like go. ben affleck said there you go like ben, oh, there
0: you go ben, for sunny
1: well hold on but at, as for ben Sonny. affleck said it you can toast to both we can toast to both fuck it
0: just sunny sunny and and matt damon
1: not matt damon or sunny and, uh, uh, and uh matthew Contest him to Matthew Mirror, because he just he has the weird standout performance that you're just like, I like this guy because he's weird and creepy. He was, he was <laughs> so
0: weird. Okay, here. Here you go. Sonny and Matthew. Here we go. Matthew Damon. Here you go. For Sonny and here Matthew. Just keep switching back and forth real quick between okay. them. I don't I can't. Yeah, he was he was just like, he's there's no better way to put it than he's the cue of this movie. He just Matthew Matthew's character as the guy yeah. who invented the Patrick, shoe. I think it's he, Pete, he, Peter Moore. Like there, are just, there wasn't any struggle there in making the shoe. It was just like, Hey, I need the best shoe ever made. And he's like, okay, I got it. You know? And, uh, um, those were, those were the fun parts, but there, there wasn't, uh, that's something where even with that, I'm like, it would have been cool more there. Like re- him seeing his story of him, like really, you know, struggling to make that prototype. Cause he's just like, okay, I'll come up with the shoe. And then they come up with a prototype that they hand to Michael Jordan. And it's like, it's like, this is awesome. There wasn't really any, it's like, he already had it. And that was kind of the, the, the stick was he, he says, he's like, all day, every day, I'm dreaming up the ultimate shoe. So it was like he already had it yeah. in his back pocket. There wasn't any struggle yeah. there. But but all the same, his performance was fun. He really was the cue of the movie. So for Sonny, so- who, who dreamed up the shoe, and Matthew, who executed the shoe, kind of like a Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak type of situation. Yeah.
1: Well, real quick though, uh, just looking at Peter Moore's like accomplishments because I didn't dive too deep in this one because it was just kind of a last-minute episode. Uh, yeah, he he. So he's credited of designing the Air Jordan one, uh, the silhouette, the Nike Dunk silhouette, the Air Jordan logo, and then the Jumpman logo. He also apparently they said the Adidas logo on here. I don't, I don't know how that fits in the timeline, but apparently he worked at Nike from seventy-seven to eighty-seven. So he worked there for 10 years. So after yeah. this movie, he left Nike and then ended up at Adidas, uh, his competitor, which I believe some of these other guys also left and went work to Adidas. They didn't always work at Nike the whole time. Again, we could have had a longer movie. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it just goes to show it's pretty incredible. I just think it, overall, this was a pretty cool, interesting story.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So we landed at number three. Good job, Beneflick. Uh, you've done it again proven yourself to be a kick-ass director so um yeah sonny and matthew uh thanks fellas where's my where's my clothes there it is cheers sir cheers good night y'all